if you want something done right, do it yourself. Or at least that's the approach Patrick Lightbody takes. After years of wrestling with different physical planners and calendar apps, Patrick decided to make his own and co-founded the very successful calendar software company Reclaim. So how does someone who designs calendar apps actually use them himself? Well, it all begins with the past. My name is Dr. Amantha Imber. I'm an organizational psychologist and the founder of behavioral science consultancy Inventium. And this is How I Work, a show about how to help you do your best work. On today's My Favourite Tip episode, we go back to an interview from the past and I pick out my favourite tip from the interview. In today's show, I speak with Patrick and we start with Patrick talking about how he used to manage his calendar before he built the calendar app Reclaim. The, the two main techniques was a mixture of some amount of time blocking and I just call it calendar orientation, where you know, even if I wasn't putting blocks of time down on my calendar, I was consulting with my calendar a lot. And the key thing here is I was looking at it both past and, and future. I wasn't just looking forward because once you get sufficiently busy, you start to forget what the hell you did the day before or earlier that day. And I developed a philosophy that you can't possibly tell if you're oriented towards what matters to you if you're not constantly looking backwards and kind of say and and kind of just giving it a reality check. Like, okay, these three objectives are important in my life or in my work. Am I spending time on those things? So there's a little bit of calendar orientation, but I didn't have the tooling to automate all of that. So the kind of pen and paper counterpart to that, so to speak, was just a, a ritual. And I still do this to in a version of this, which is like a ritual weekly planning session where hopefully it's it's only 15 or 20 minutes. I, hopefully it don't have to take longer than that. And it was a habit that was actually kind of drilled into my head early on in my career by one of my managers right out of college. And it was just like, do the the three P's style status report, you know, your plans, your progress, your priorities or problems. I, there's different versions of it. I did, I always did four P's, plans, problems, priorities. Um, what am I missing? Uh, plans, progress, priorities, and problems, four P's, and then some metrics. And they were like meant to be really lightweight, like key stats, just stuff that like could ground me. So it might be like customer contacts. Um, you know, how many customers did I talk to in the last week? Because if that number is zero, three weeks in a row, I'm probably losing sight of the market. It, you know, number, number of uh, sales support calls. If, you know, if that number is zero, I'm also probably not helping the business get its deals done. But if that number is 15 each week, I'm also probably, you know, over tilting in one direction. So it'd be some basic stats like that, which often resulted in me looking at the calendar and kind of counting some of these things up. And then the rest of it was um, plans. What are you going to do this week? And I, and I tried a, a little trick that I learned from my manager that I think is really nice is try to write it the the bullets and and one try to keep the bullets low don't go and do 15 20 bullets of things you're trying to accomplish like what are like the three or four big items that if you got those three or four things done by the time the week is over you'd be proud of your week like it doesn't have to be the forever list you're not trying to brag to your coworkers or your boss about all the shit you're getting done and but it's like these are the things that matter and then can you write it in a way 
where you can just change like one or two letters to take it from the past, the, the future tests to the past tense. Because what's cool about that is if you can do that, you can take those three bullets, bring them right down into the progress for the next week and like delete one vowel. And like now it's like in the past tense and you're like, yes. And it starts to just get you into this mindset of thinking about the future as if it's the past. Um, and so that technique helped a lot um, where I'd kind of, you know, just stage these three or four bullets each week through. And then I'd constantly go and also compare that against my priorities. Like, what am I broadly trying to get done over the next few months? And is it, you know, are, are all of these bullets aligned with those priorities? Um, so that was kind of the basic pen and paper system. And what we're trying to build with Reclaim is, a, is something that is akin to that, where it's, you know, intentionally helping you get ahead of your calendar. And we hope where if we can get the product to where we want it to go over the next few years, helps you align your time with the things that matter most to you, you know, personally and professionally. So before Reclaim, and I know that some of these features are sort of in progress, like how, how then do you take that weekly planning ritual or four P's ritual and translate that into what is digitally appearing in your calendar for the next week? Yeah. So that'd be a case where, you know, if I looked backwards and I saw I didn't get any of my stuff done that I wanted to get done. And I saw that, you know, perhaps my my, you know, key metrics showed that I was like on a whole bunch of sales calls and no customer research calls, then that would be where I'd look forward and I'd say, oh, okay, how many sales calls am I on this week? Um, And possibly decline or delegate more likely uh, some of them to get it into some sort of reasonable volume. But more importantly, also like set the the reminder in my brain, stop, ex- stop trying to please everybody. <laughs> stop saying yes to every sales rep that reaches out to you and, and be more defensive of your time. That's one step. Second thing would be to do a little bit of time blocking where if I saw there was only three or four hours free in the given week and one of my top priorities was developing next year's strategy, it's time to now, you know, like I can't say yes to any more sales calls. I can't say yes to any any other meetings. I needed to block that time out and make it available for that intentional work. And so that's kind of where I'd say the, the manual version of Reclaim's habits and tasks features would come into play. The thing I learned though, that made that a difficult scenario is reschedules happen. When you, when you're doing 15 to 20 meetings a week, people say, Hey, can you do another time? Or if you're, if these are internal meetings, then people are just looking and they're kind of doing the find a time. And if your calendar has no free time, then, you know, they don't not try to meet with you. Instead, they just bug you in different ways and they start slacking you, texting you and calling you and trying to get something scheduled. And so that was where I, I also learned that that time blocking could be rigid. And that was some of the inspiration for what went into Reclaim is, can we do time blocking, but in a way that's actually like better than what nor, you know, mere mortals can do? Because humans can't be on their calendar all the time and be offering up availability and then moving it, you know, moving those blocks around as their schedule changes. But a robot's pretty good at doing that. And so um, that, that was some of the, the early inspiration for that feature. If you enjoyed this extract from my chat with Patrick, you might want to go back and listen to the whole interview, which you can find a link to in the show notes. 
If you're looking for more tips to improve the way that you work, I write a short fortnightly newsletter that contains three cool things that I've discovered that help me work better, ranging from software and gadgets that I'm loving through to interesting research findings. You can sign up for that at howiwork.co. That's howiwork.co. Thank you for sharing part of your day with me by listening to How I Work. If you're keen for more tips on how to work better, connect with me via LinkedIn or Instagram. I'm very easy to find. Just search for Amantha Imber. How I Work was recorded on the traditional land of the Wurundjeri people, part of the Kulin Nation. I am so grateful for being able to work and live on this beautiful land, and I want to pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. How I Work is produced by Inventium with production support from Deadset Studios. And thank you to Martin Nimba who did the audio mix and makes everything sound better than it would have otherwise.